Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Hi, I'm Dori Shafrir. And I'm Kate Spencer. And we are the hosts of Forever 35. And today, we're talking about Club Med, the best all-inclusive getaway for families. Today, Club Med has nearly 70 resorts worldwide, from beachside resorts in the Caribbean and Mexico, to magical locations in the Maldives and Morocco, to ski resorts in the mountains from Canada to the Alps. Between their all-inclusive family programming, wellness offerings, land and water sports, and their French heritage-inspired food and drink offerings, Club Med is the best way to elevate your family getaway, no matter which location you're at. To learn more, visit clubmed.us. Welcome to the Lady Eighty Show. This podcast is about books. Anything about books, from reading them, writing them, to publishing them, from the technical detail of how to get your dream book onto the shelves of your local bookshop, to talking about the first book you ever read and the pleasure of reading with children. Are you a lover of books? Then listen on. Here today at the Hursley Park, which is in Hampshire, and we're at the Book Literary Festival. But even better than that, I'm talking to the organiser of the festival, Glenn Salter. It's a beautiful summer's day. We've got cricket going in the background, so you might hear some occasional claps and cheers, but that will just be very British. Now, the thing I want to talk to Glenn about is not about the festival, which has been wonderful, but actually about his time as an author and the fact that he is known by two names. And the other name, you're more known by in the book world is Simon Fairfax. So I'd like to ask you, why did you choose a pen name? I chose a pen name because when I first started writing, I was still working full time as a surveyor. I'm a commercial property surveyor. And the reason I chose Simon Fairfax is that he was sort of a hero of mine. He was a real life character from the English Civil War. And I chose him because he was favoured by both sides, parliamentary and roundheads. When I used to get into buildings where I shouldn't be when I was a commercial surveyor, I needed a name to blag my way in so no one could know I'd been there and I chose the name of Simon Fairfax and I had business cards made up so when I blagged my way into buildings to try and find out information on them I shouldn't have been there no one could trace me back and I used that name I didn't realise there was espionage in your real life as well books that is has it worked having a pen name? yes it has I mean I looked at the various options and Glenn Salter, my mother got cross at this, but Glenn Salter didn't sound very dramatic or, or, or sort of dashing. And Simon Fairfax, even before I started writing, it was quite funny. I'd talk to people and they'd say, oh, Simon Fairfax, I've heard of you before. And I thought, no, you haven't because I haven't used it at all. But they immediately associated with the SF. It sounded Simon Fairfax, much older than Glenn Salter, which doesn't sound half as dashing as Simon Fairfax. James Bond. Exactly. Kind of. And the other thing is I can do the old fashioned F from his signature, which is not like a modern F. So I had to practice 
practice a lot and I start off it's like a reverse pound sign so you go along with a great big loop and down and I copied Simon Fairfax's Fairfax from his original documentation for the signature Are there Simon Fairfax societies? I don't know that's a very good question I've never looked into it because I don't want them to find out about me and say I can't use his name Well that's what I wondered not that you can't use the name because that's not copyrighted in any way I've spoken to other authors who have used real life historical people in their novels sometimes said something nasty about them and before they know it they've got all this fan mail saying how dare you say that about so and so and the most obscure person can have this little society that is really fanatical about them I've never even thought about it or, or, or I don't want to I'm just going to brush that one away and not even go near that one because all I know is that I've never said anything bad about Simon Fairfax only good things so I'm delighted about it the whole idea of having a pen name is quite intriguing when an author has to make that decision do I go with my real name or my pen name and I know some authors actually have had a pen name for a while and then they want to revert back to their real name and it's caused quite a lot of confusion not surprisingly but you're quite determined that this is the avenue you're going down yeah I've got to stay wedded to it and it's become apparent a couple of times I've actually started turning around and flicking my head to Simon now which is strange after 60 years on the planet of being called Glenn and then suddenly I now turn around and I respond to Simon but it is odd but I am wedded to it because I want to create a persona for it a bit like Lee Child or people like that they're not their real names and they've still stuck with this and I think it's quite fun to be like that and to have the Simon Fairfax persona and Glenn Salter in the background so I'm quite happy the only time I might change this is I'm going to do a one-off novella which is set in the 1970s about a person growing up in the 1970s based around the influence of soul music growing up in the 70s for everything that meant that people who didn't do will not understand but they might just might use my real name for that Please tell me, will your character be a Northern Soul dancer within this? Uh, yeah, the, the character will it will be almost autobiographical, and he will, because soul music, Northern Soul music, played such a part in my life when I was growing up. It defined, unlike today, it was very tribal, the music system, and it defined who you were, who you went round with, how you dressed, everything. It was your be and end all. So even to the dress code and what you, and I mean strictly to the dress code of what you wore, to how you chose who, the girls you went round with, the guys, the gangs you went with, everything was all about the music. It defined you, unlike today. Right, well that is something to really look forward to. <laughs> but in the meantime, if a new author was coming on and they had to say, do I have a pen name or not? What advice would you give or your top five tips about pen name? I think first of all the one thing that authors want to do is sell books and you have to honestly look at your name take your ego aside for the moment and say if I'm called John Smith does that sound cool? No. If you're called something unusual, yes and then you have to say does that name resonate with the kind of books that I'm trying to sell? So if you were trying to sell crime thrillers and your name was Limsy Limsy or something like that it wouldn't be a great thing to do but if your name was Archibald Zenon or something that has sort of a ring and it's quite hard so I think you have to try and think about the image that a name creates so people might say that's a load of rubbish but it's not because people automatically associate names with how they perceive a person ought to be before they even meet them so if someone is called I don't know Sophie Ponsington Smythe you're probably going to think that that person is upper crust well bred or something like that if they're called something else, you're probably going to assume a different direction. So if you're writing classy books, you want a classy name. If you're writing gritty thrillers, you want a rough, gritty name. If you're writing romances, maybe Sophie Carswell-Smith is a great name to choose. Is there any downside about a pen name? 
Yes, because there's immense confusion. So when people call me Simon, because that's what they know, and then when they say, ask for something, or they want a bank account number, they say, but it's in the name of Glenn Salter. And I say, yes, that's actually my real name. And then they have to ask why, and then you go through. So you have to keep explaining it, and you decide whether you explain the full version like I've given you, or whether you decide the abbreviated version that's not like that. And it's so uh, that's the downside. And also, I suppose, particularly with family and parents, there's a certain amount of pride going through that says, do you know what, I'd like to be known that the Glenn Salter of the little chap that went to a secondary modern school in Worcester has actually managed to produce three books rather than Simon Fairfax. I know there are big names like Nora Roberts, who also has another name for her mystery. Different genres tells you that whether it's going to be a romance or whether it's going to be a thriller romance. I think that's clever. I think it is good to do that. And I know that even people like Agatha Christie and indeed Jane Austen use different names for different things so that some of their books were going through like that. And I know some female authors, particularly back in the day, if they were writing harder genres, they would definitely turn around and use, say, a letter and then their surname. So you couldn't identify them as a female because there is a prejudice or was a prejudice against female authors, say, writing, I don't know, blur up, shoot em, that kind of thing, because it was perceived that they didn't know necessarily as much about a guy that may have experienced that sort of thing who got into fights and experienced how it all works. And I think using that can be an advantage, a distinct advantage using that sort of non de plume. It's interesting, isn't it? Because I know I was talking to an author recently who actually she says, well, I'm really a man when I write because she wants to write from the male viewpoint so she couldn't actually put a female name on it. I understand. And, um, and she, but, you know, that she says just part of my imagination and that is absolutely fine. Strange enough, I, I read an eclectic mix and I actually love surprisingly, um, Regency Romance. And I promised my wife I'm going to write a Regency Romance book. Now, if I do that, I may change Simon Fairfax, I don't know, to something else. Because Simone Fairfax. And maybe Simone Fairfax to do that. <laughs> so I, I might write, because I really love the, genre, I love the genre of Regency Romance, and I also like the period, so I might tone it down a bit for that. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for your time. And thank you very much, Glenn Salter and Simon Fairfax. Thank you very much indeed. I hope you enjoyed this podcast about books. Each aspect of a book is such a passion for me. Remember, if you've got a book inside you, perhaps a dream to write a book, then I can help you make this a reality. I run an author mentoring program, which takes you through every stage from the initial idea, coaching you through the writing, editing and cover production and all the other elements until you are ripping open the parcel to see your published book for the first time. There's nothing quite like holding your own book in your hands. Limited applications are open throughout the year. Contact me on lady at ladyady.com. Don't forget the E in lady, L-A-D-E-Y, because I'm not a real one. Or go to the website ladyady.com. Let's see if we've got a match to make your dream, your book, come true. Have you ever Googled your own name? Prepare for a shock because your personal info, including addresses and phone numbers, is all out there. It's all harvested by data brokers and sold legally. Aura is a personal digital security service that scans the internet for your sensitive information and provides a full suite of privacy-enhancing tools. For a limited time, Aura is offering listeners a 14-day free trial at Aura.com safety. That's A-U-R-A dot safety to learn more and activate the 14-day trial period.
Do you ever feel like money is just flying out of your account and you have no idea where it's going? Well, I know it's all of those subscriptions. I used Rocket Money to help me find out what subscriptions I'm actually spending money on, and I had them cancel the ones I didn't want anymore. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash pod24. That's rocketmoney.com slash pod24. Rocketmoney.com slash pod24. Hi, this is Bachelor Clues from Game of Roses, of course, and I want to talk about Club Med. Everybody knows Club Med has been the pioneer of the all-inclusive resort since 1950 with almost 70 resorts worldwide, ranging from beachside destinations in the Caribbean and Mexico to exotic locations like the Maldives and Morocco, or even the mountain destinations like Japan and the European Alps. Dine on delicious gourmet cuisine, enjoy more than 20 activities, and make memories with your family. For more information, visit clubmed.us or call 1-800-CLUB-MED or your travel advisor.